Welcome to What's Going On, the weekly podcast and videocast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of What's Going On. I'm Pastor Katie here at Yankton First United Methodist Church, and I am glad you could join me for this episode. Uh, Thanks for being patient, and uh, you were probably wondering where last week's episode was, but I was on vacation, so we took a week off. Um, But I'm back now, back at work today, and so glad to be here. Um, And I want to talk a little bit about where I was because... Uh, I think that it is a place that is sort of underrated and something that people don't think about or think about in the way that um, my family utilizes it, and that is camp. Uh, So last week, my family, so Jason and the kids and I went up to Lake Ponce Camp, which is one of our United Methodist Church camps uh, for family camp. This is the second year that we've done that as a family and I loved it. I loved it. And my family loved it. My kids especially uh, were so excited to go back once they once they realized <laughs> what it was, where they were going. Um, and I just want to talk a little bit about it because you might know that camping is in my background, that um, uh, camp is where Jason and I got married. It's where I experienced my call into ministry. It's really kind of my entrance into the Methodist system. So first, let me just share a little bit about my background um, and then kind of segue into uh, why camp is so important for our family, but then also why it could be really great for your family. So I didn't grow up in the Methodist church. Um, I think I've mentioned that many times. I grew up in the Lutheran church and the first time we didn't have like a practice of going to camp every year. Um, In my specific church, uh, they would pay for you to go to camp one year and it was like your fifth grade year. Otherwise you would just do like VBS, which they would hire camp counselors for. And I loved VBS. And so I was super excited the year that I got to go to camp and I went to a camp called Nisodak. It's up in Wabe or by Wabe. And I remember at that camp asking them, how old do I have to be to be a counselor to like to be out here all the time? Because I just loved it so much. And they're like 18. And so my senior year of high school, I applied to be a counselor there and they didn't hire me. Um, I'm going to guess that, I don't know why, uh, maybe because I had started attending a Methodist church at that point. But um, so I didn't get hired there. And so my dad told me to, to get a job or to apply at Lake Ponset camp. It wasn't a counseling position, but it would still be working at a camp. Uh, they hired me on the spot, which was awesome. Uh, And so I spent five summers from high school and through college working at Lake Ponset camp. And so Lake Ponset is one uh, about 10, 15 minutes from my hometown and my house, uh, but also just really became my second home and and where my, I, I made kind of lifelong friends working out there and just a really special place for me. And it kind of fulfilled some of that getting to live and work at camp. And then when I came back from seminary, when I was working as a youth pastor, I started counseling for camps. Uh, and I, that was what I would do for a lot of the summer. That was my job. The, the church said, we want you to go to camps with the camp. When we have kids going to camp, we want you to go to as a counselor to get to know them, to be a presence for them. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So like I would spend five or six weeks of my summer at camp or on a mission trip, or I was hardly ever at my apartment. 
Um, and that's when I experienced my call into ministry was at leadership training camp, which is a high school camp at Lake Ponset. And the whole theme of that week was God's calling. And um, I wasn't the only pastor, actually, who received their call into ministry or accepted it maybe um, that night. Uh, there was another one, who uh, Teresa Wetzel, who was just commissioned this year at um, annual conference. And so that was really special as well to know that we've been on this journey together. Um, but camp has been a big part of my life. I've seen lives changed. I can't, my own life was changed at camp. Um, and so, you know, when it came time for me to get married, that's where I wanted to be married. Uh, luckily I had a husband who agreed to that. Um, and then it was no shock that I would want to share that with my children, that I want them to have the same love and experience of camp. Uh, and maybe even more so than, than I did growing up. Um, and so last summer, uh, we noticed in the camp booklet that there was a thing called family camp. And family camp wasn't really much of a thing when I worked out there. It's It's been fairly recent, I think, that they added this as, as an option for people. Uh, and I love that they did because it gives us an opportunity to bring our children who are really too young to go to camp without us, uh, to have a camp experience and for us to share that as a family. Um, and it, it runs a little bit differently than a traditional camp. So when we talk about Camp Sunday in the church and maybe probably your default understanding of Camp Sunday is, you know, elementary, junior high or middle school, high school students who go off, you drop them off, and then you pick them up a few days later or a week later, um, and there's counselors, but they're kind of on their own. Um, and it's highly scheduled. Uh, and that's, that, that is a great type of camp. And a lot of our camps are structured that way. Um, I did have a parent come up to me this week when, when we got back saying that their kid had gone to a camp up in North Dakota, because we have three camps, campsites in the Dakotas. We have Lake Ponset, which is my kind of home base. And that's, um, that's the lake focused camp. And for me, I love being on the water. I love canoeing, kayaking. I will say after this last week, I don't love paddle boating very much. Um, they have some great paddle boats, but they have some that like all four people are supposed to uh, run the pedals. And when you have two of your four people are three and four who can't reach the pedals, uh, it becomes a lot of work for the two that can. And so we didn't paddle boat very much because that was a workout that I really didn't want to have. Um, but I love, you know, uh, being on the boat and then they have the water toys and just the sunsets over the lake are some of the most beautiful things in the world. Um, and so for me, Lake Ponset is kind of my home base. Uh, so that's the one I tend to talk about. But that is not to say that our other two camps aren't phenomenal. Storm Mountain is a lot of people's favorite camp. It's out in the Black Hills, literally on a Storm Mountain. And so you can go hiking. You can, I think they do trips to different to do water stuff if you want, but it's it's like the hiking in the mountains, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous place. Um, and so uh, that's a really, really cool. I have a lot of friends who run the camps out there and um, I've never been to a camp there, but I've been to many other types of events out at Storm Mountain. Uh, but for the longest time, that was kind of our premier camp. Um, again, my heart's at Lake Bonset, but Storm Mountain's pretty amazing. 
And then I would say the one that people kind of overlook and really shouldn't is Wesley Acres up in North Dakota. It's north of Valley City, North Dakota, which is kind of in between um, Fargo and Jamestown. And uh, Wesley Acres is, is pretty amazing, actually. So they have a swimming pool there and a little creek. But the thing that I love the most about Wesley Acres is they have a high ropes course there and you can zip line over the creek, which I think is pretty darn cool. They also have basketball courts because they I think they run or at least used to run at like a basketball camp. Um, and it's just really gorgeous prairie. They're in this like little valley, um, but just beautiful. And their chapel is so adorable and cute and and a great place to just sit and be in the presence of God. It's smaller than Lake Ponset's Chapel, which is really kind of church size. Um, but so all three of our camps are very different in how they feel um, and each have their own kind of way of being and and can really touch the heart of whoever, you know, like whatever you're looking for in a time and place that is set apart. Um, but let me get back to family camp really quick. So um, family camp is similar to camp, uh, if you, like the camp that you send your kids to in that, um, you know, you eat in the main lodge, you have waterfront time, um, you have campfires and s'mores and crafts and all of that. But family camp is, is a little bit different in that it's a little looser structured. Um, and, and the programming is a little more, you can kind of decide what you're gonna do, what's gonna work for your family. Um, so last year when we went, we had the youngest kids of, of the groups that were there as families. And it was, it was great in that they did a wonderful job of kind of for the families that had teenagers because they also, you know, brought came as a family to camp. You can do that. You don't just need to do it if you have small kids. You can do it with kids any age. They just wanted to go together and experience that together. They had some different things that they could do. And then they also tailored some stuff for our kids, which, you know, were two and three at the time. This year, there was a few more kids that were our age. And so we kind of got to do a little bit more stuff uh, together um, because they were all kind of able to do and interested in doing the same types of things. Um, and so that was really fun, you know, and, but it was, what we loved about it is that it was a bit looser in schedule. So if we needed to do nap time, we could do nap time. Um, we took our boys over, well, all of, all of them, I guess, Abigail was there too, um, over to the state park and, and played on uh, a playground set over there for a little bit because like Ponset and the state park are right next to each other. And it's just, I was thinking about it and it's kind of like, um, like an all-inclusive resort almost because I don't have to cook. I don't have to clean. I don't have to decide what we're eating. Um, there's waterfront time with lifeguards and people driving boats that I don't have to organize or arrange. There's a camp store that I don't have, so I don't have to worry about snacks or anything like that. Uh, you know, even like s'mores were provided at the campfires that someone else built. So, you know, for me, it was like, it felt like a resort, but it also had a Christian uh, theme throughout. And so all of our, the crafts that we did were crafts that had something to do with Christ or something to do with our faith. Uh, you know, when we were at campfire, we were singing church songs and, and just things like that, you know, and, and to be able to talk about God in that way uh, was really special. And 
I know that I'm going to look back on these. Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm going to look back on these times that we got to spend together as a family. One, and it's really economical you know, for a family of five um, to get to do all this stuff. It's really pretty cheap. <laughs> Inexpensive, maybe is the word I'll use. Um, and, and just be so grateful that we that we chose to do that and chose to make time for that as our family time uh, and also getting to support our camps and and hopefully teaching our children that this is a place that's safe and a place that's fun and something they can look forward to and I know that by the time my boys reach the age where they are ready to go to a camp without me which I it's gonna be a while because I'm gonna I'm gonna go whenever I get to go um that they're not going to be scared about it. It's going to be a place that feels like home to them. And that's something that's really important to me that, that uh, camp becomes um, a regular part of their life because it, it meant so much to me and mine. And I know that um, there are many countless people who th that is true for them. And so, so that is something if you've never thought about, <clears throat> or if you thought of camp only as send my kids away for a week, which maybe you're like, I love that idea of camp. Great, we do that. But you can also go as a family, make it a family vacation. Um, the other one that, that I wanted to highlight because um, Reverend Joe Watkins mentioned it on Sunday in worship, uh, which by the way, when I'm not in worship, know that I'm actually watching worship. Uh, I utilize our, our live streams when, when I'm not around um, because I still want to, to worship with you and to uh, follow along on what we're doing. Uh, but she mentioned a camp that she does with her granddaughter and it's grandparents and me. So maybe you are a busy parent and you're like, I would, Katie, family camp sounds great. I just don't have the time off to be able to do that. Um, have you ever thought about asking grandparents to go with their kids to camp and, and have that special time with them? A lot of grandparents are retired. And that's a safe person for them to go with. Maybe your kids aren't ready to go by themselves, but maybe they would go with grandma or grandpa. Um, so Jill Watkins talked about doing that with her granddaughter, Pippa. I know Sherry Doherty has done that with her granddaughter, Izzy. Um, but again, it's just another way of not only creating family time, which we think is really important, but also family time uh, with uh in a place set apart for God, to be able to share our faith with each other, to have fun, um, but to also <coughs> grow in our discipleship. And so, and then also don't forget that we actually also have adult camps um, that look extremely different than our children's camps. Um, I know that they've done like golfing camps in the past, fishing camp. There was a fishing camp while we were there um, where kids went and, and, that was their main activity. They would do Bible study and they would do waterfront, but then they would also just go fishing. Um, and there were like 12, 13 kids that went to that camp and they were having a grand old time. They were enjoying it uh, so much. Um, and so that's, you know, like take a look at our camping brochures and our camping booklets because there's a lot of different opportunities there. And I don't want you to miss them because you think camp is only for a certain age or it's only a certain way, or my kid isn't ready to go without me or something like that because there are options available. And 
and know that, you know, we here at the church want to support you. We, we do already a 50% scholarship. So you never are going to pay full price for anything. Um, but if that isn't something that you can manage, come talk to me um, because uh, we can figure some things out. Uh, not only does the conference have additional scholarships, but we might have some as well in the church if that is something that is uh, needed. We'd never want money to be a reason that someone doesn't get to go to camp. Uh, and so I just wanted to talk a little bit about that because it's been such a wonderful experience for me. And I know that um, not a lot of people probably re even realize it, let alone are utilizing it. Um, and so I hope that you consider that. Um, and it's never too late to, well, I mean, some camps it's too late to sign up for because they've already happened, but we still have camps that are going on. There's still opportunity to sign up for camps uh, if you haven't done so already. You know, the summer isn't over yet. We're right smack dab in the middle of it. And so let's take advantage of our wonderful camping program because it really is truly wonderful. Um, and uh, I, I just, I can't get I can't say enough how important it is, I think, for families to be able to share their faith together and to grow. And, you know, one of the things I think that's really important and one of the things I'm really grateful for um, is to have a husband and a spouse who, you know, that we are willing to make decisions like this, that this is what our vacation time is going to be used for. And that, and that we're being able, we're, we're able to model our faith and to live into our faith with our kids, um, that they see us enjoying camp and they see us singing the songs and they see us praying and they see, and it's a normal, natural thing. Um, you know, camp is a great place uh, to start doing that modeling of of discipleship. And, and if your kids see you enjoying yourself, you having a great time, you making this a priority, uh, it's going to be very natural for them to want to do that as well. And so I just want to kind of encourage, this is this is my camp promotion midsummer uh, because I'm all high on camp, <laughs> uh, my camp experience for this year. And the other piece of it um, for family camp is you don't stay in the cabins. That's maybe something else that you're kind of like, um, I don't want to sleep out of you know, in the cabins with like a bunch of strangers. Family camp, you don't. Uh, we stay up in the retreat center um, at Lake Ponset, which is kind of like a little hotel. Uh, there's no TVs in the room. So our room had two twin beds and then twin bunk beds. Uh, we technically had five people, but Abigail slept uh, with me. Um, and, you know, so each kind of family had their own room. And in your room, you also have your own bathroom, a shower and everything. Um, which is also really nice, again, for things like needing nap time or whatever. Um, and the retreat center is a wonderful, wonderful place to be. That was kind of our central place. There were other camps happening in lower camp, and we saw them for waterfront time and meal times. But otherwise, you know, we were up in the retreat center and doing our stuff up there. And um, But I also just wanted to point that out that, um, you know, we slept together as a family in a room. Um, and the kids loved it. They love hotels though. If your kids are at the age where like hotels are like the biggest deal ever, um, you kind of get all of that at camp. If you do family camp, other than watching TV in bed, because there isn't one, but you can open your window and look out at the lake because that's your view. And so that's a pretty good, I think, deal right there. Um, 
Yeah. So I just, I can't say enough good things about camp. It would be my dream to send every kid in this church to camp. Um, ultimately, I would love to see every person in this church have a camp experience. So if you've never been to a camp, a church camp, um, I don't care if you're 85, 90, I want to send you, I want to find one that's going to work for you or just time for you to get away and to experience God uh, in a place set apart for that purpose. Um, I want to do that. So um, if you are watching this and you're like, Katie, I've never had that kind of experience before. You know, I doubt, I don't think there's a camp for me. And there is, there is a, a way for us to, to give you that kind of experience. And I want to do that. Um, and let me know, come talk to me. I I was also just really blessed um, to run into some of you uh, over the last week or so while we've been around and just to get to visit and chit chat. And it's been such a blessing to be able to do that more uh, now that people are out and about. And um, please note, one of the things I hear a lot and, and I want to dispel right now is that talking to you is never a waste of my time. Uh, I never have more important things to do. There's nothing more important to me than you. Um, and so if you want to come and just visit with me about this, that, and the other thing, do it. That is what I'm here for, is to be your pastor, is to help you to get to know you, to support you and love you and, and all of that. And so please never, I mean, I hear it more that, oh, I, I don't want to bug you. I don't want to keep you from doing, you know, your important stuff. You're not, you're not. This is my job. My job is to be your pastor. There's nothing more important than that. Um, and so please know that with that in mind, do remember that next Wednesday, the 20th, I will have another pastor chat. And, and really, I've just set those times aside. So for those who feel like, well, I don't want to bug her. I'm literally going to come sit at the church and do nothing but wait for you to come and talk to me. Uh, I'm not going to have my kids with me. I'm not going to, Jason's handling bedtime that night. It is time that I am setting aside. I'm not going to have other work to do. My only job at that time, my only plan is to just visit with you about whatever you want to talk about. And so I hope that you take me up on that. I hope that you come and visit me. Um, that's going to run from about six to eight. It's drop in as you want. Um, it's nothing formal. I don't have plans. Again, I like to let you lead. So whatever you want to talk about, that would be awesome. Um, so that's happening Wednesday, the 20th. I'm looking at my calendar. If you're wondering, I'm watching this, what I'm doing. Um, and otherwise, oh, I also want to say a big thank you to uh, Reverend Carl and Joe Watkins for leading worship this last Sunday. They did a wonderful job. I am so grateful for their leadership and their wisdom and insight. We are so blessed to have them in the church as retired clergy. Uh, and Carl did a wonderful job um, preaching uh, the next section of our book uh, about nostalgia and the temptation to complain about uh, that things aren't as good as they used to be. And, and we have to remember that even back then, things were not as good as we thought they were. Um, and so it's best to just keep moving forward into where God is leading us, even if it's hard. Um, 
And my favorite part of the sermon was at the end when he when he was asking you the question and saying, we better practice because Pastor Katie's coming back because he's right. I will be coming back. I will be asking you questions yet again this week. So you better be ready. Um, I hope that you can join us in worship this coming Sunday, either at 9 or 1030. Uh, if not, join us online, either on our YouTube page or our website, firstumcyankton.org. Um, and I hope you're having a wonderful summer. Enjoy the heat. And remember this, when we're in the middle of winter and it's blizzarding, <laughs> that, that we're never happy. 100 degrees, negative 30, we're never happy. That's what we get for living in South Dakota. So enjoy the heat while we have it, right? Um, don't forget to wear your sunscreen. All right. Well, until next time, God bless. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us on this episode of What's Going On, a video and audio podcast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. We'd love to have you join us for worship on Sundays, and we have two options available. 9 a.m. is our contemporary service, and 10.30 a.m. is our traditional service. You can find those online as well at our website, www.firstumcyankton.org, or on YouTube.